Today's show is brought to you by Gumball. Go to gumball.fm right now and you'll get to advertise on our show or find advertisers for your podcast. All you have to do is enter cognitive dissonance and find our show. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Cecil. And beyond. That's just, that's just, oh, I gotta, I gotta roll it back. Yeah, you gotta do the and beyond. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and, and beyond. beyond. <laughs> this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news makes it big or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 585. And Cecil, I've noticed something uh, since the turnover in the administration. Okay. You know what I've noticed? What's that? Is that typically I would come in and I would have, like I would do the intro and I'd be like, can you believe this last? Yeah. And I, I the last few weeks I come in and I'm like, well, I guess we should talk about the stories. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. nobody tweeted out, like, kill the Jews or anything yeah, Or horrible. something like that. Right? Yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm exaggerating. But, like, yeah. there, there Andrew isn't... Jackson did nothing wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> there isn't, like, the Trail of Tears was a water park. Yeah, like, fine. get the fuck out. Yeah. There's not a new fresh hell. Right. Every Every week. 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, I, I, I do have to contrast that, that if nothing else... We get a lack of fresh hells. Yeah. Yeah. Although we're going to talk about it later, but there's like a stalling technique that the, yeah. that the Republicans are doing that essentially when, is stalling everything. And they're get, that's what we knew they right. were going to do anyway. But we stalling, might not get yeah, a lot of might, progress. don't get anything done. Yeah. But it's sort of like, it's sort of like if, if, if you're just getting beaten every day and it's like, well, I'd like to fall in love, but I'd settle for not getting yeah, beaten I'd today. Like to- <laughs> You know, right? No, I the get thing it. is, like, yeah, I get it. on the continuum, yeah, sure. I'd like to, like, I want to yeah. hold hands and get on a tandem bike, right? Yeah. Like, that's the fucking dream, sure. But maybe if we stop the beatings, yeah. like, <laughs> things I'm might like, improve. Like, I'm so traumatized after 2020 yeah. and 2019 and 2018 20, and 17 and 16 yeah. that I feel like, 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 I'm just like, I'm like, please, sir, it's I'm the- just. It's this whole whole second half of the teens. Right. We're just really not great. They were really not great. Turns out it was not so good. And then (laughs) the 2020 was genuinely the biggest shit show forever. Um, But yeah, it's been, it's been interesting to see the problems that we have clearly in our government that 100% favor conservatives, right? Oh yeah. Our government is literally made to be a conservative government. It is it is based to be a conservative government because of the filibuster and it's just meant, it's meant to be static. It's meant to never change. Mm -hmm. And it's been worse and worse and worse and worse since, you know, since we've never, we haven't had anything bipartisan in a decade. You know what I mean? Oh God. More than that. Two decades. Because, 
you know, you want to just jump to that story? Yeah, for sure. Just jump to that story because that's that's the that's that really is fucking distressing. This story comes from truthout.org, but it's also fucking everywhere. Mitch McConnell says bipartisanship is over. <laughs> Believe him. Yeah. Um, so in this story, there's there's footage, there's like leaked audio and, and video footage, just footage where um Roy Chip Roy or Roy? what the fuck kind of name? Hold on a second. I had to look over at the story yeah. to remember the representative because it's not a representative I was familiar with. Yeah, Chip. And Roy. then I looked over, guys, and the guy's name is Representative Chip Roy. And I want to say this real quick. Shame on you for voting for a guy named Chip. Chip Roy. What the fuck is wrong with you? The guy's name is a grown man called Chip. It'd be like voting for Skippy. Like right, you just yes. don't. It's Chip no. and Skippy. Those are get the fuck. That's not for. a serious person's name. For. That's a chipmunk's name. He's got a friend named Dale. Dale's got a red nose. They have hijinks. <laughs> That's not a serious person's it really name. Isn't. It really isn't. Anyway, he's a Republican congressman from Texas. Big fucking surprise. He's caught on a hidden camera, um, basically saying, "Quote." Honestly, right now, for the next 18 months, our job is to slow all of that down until we get to December of 2022 and then get in there and lead. I actually say, thank the Lord, 18 months of chaos and the inability to get stuff done. That's what we want. Yeah. Do you remember when they said the same thing out loud about Obama? It wasn't yeah, even on hidden video. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to stop. We're going to cock block everything yeah. that fucking guy yeah. wants to do. And whatever, whenever <clears throat> the other side gets in, they do their very best to try to stop it. And it's, and it's, it's the problem is, is that we're the, the bills that are coming forth are, are, are widely recognized as things the American people want. They're right? so popular. So, so many of these are super popular. Yeah. And so I know someone on the other side could look at me and say, well, the Democrats do it too. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, we don't want to like shoot gay people in the face or whatever they want to pass as a law, right? The stuff that they want to pass as a law is always social stuff. They always want to uh, limit our social ability constantly, but they never want to do anything to help the American people. But when they do, the, 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 the Democrats are right there to say, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. They did. They 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 threw a stimulus out when Donald Trump Democrats was in there. Voted for Democrats it. voted for it. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't a bipartisan. It was a bipartisan bill. It wasn't one of these things where people are like, "Well, we're not going to do it." I'm sure there were some, but it it went through. It went through because the the Democrats the Democrats yeah. went after it. The same Unlike thing, like the stimulus bill that Biden passed, which is party line only, and not a single Republican voted right. for it. You have to look at that and say, are they in the best interest of the people in general? And the answer is absolutely no. They're not. They're they're doing what their tiny constituency wants them to do, and that's it. They're not doing what the American people want broadly. Yeah, and that's the thing that makes me nuts is that it's we are being cock blocked and ruled by the minority. Yeah, by a minority based on. Fucking maps. Yeah. Like we are a nation ruled by cartographers. And it's and 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 like bad cartography. Look at Dan Crenshaw's uh, uh map around, and it's literally a circle around the city that he, he works for. It's none of the inner city, it's none of the yep. city itself. It and there's so many Republicans around this country where when you get into densely populated areas, those are people who are gonna vote Democrat. They will take the ring around the outside and say they're from places like Houston, say they're from yeah, places right. like Chicago. And they're not. And they're not. They're, they're not. from a they're from a, an affluent suburb that happens to ring the city. Yep. And that happens all the time. Yeah, we we are we are a nation ruled by a minority. When you look at the the policy proposals that are floated time and time again. Look at the last several elections. And you don't even have to go <clears throat> just the Trump elections. Go all the way back to baby Bush. Yeah. The 
majority, the American majority, most people that wake up every day in America as citizens, they don't want Republican ideas. Yeah. They've rejected. The problem is they live in these, these gerrymandered areas. We've, we allow gerrymandering. That's fucking protected by SCOTUS. Like I, I it's, yeah. am fucking baffled how anybody can look anybody else in the eye and say, that is what we meant by democracy. Right. That is what we meant by all men are created equal. Because when you when you purposely draw battle lines and redistricting lines in this insanely hyper-partisan way for the zero-sum political game that we've created, we are no longer paying attention to what people want and we are emphasizing the vote. The vote of somebody in uh, you know, Wyoming counts more than the vote of somebody in California. It yeah, just does. It just does. It's the, a more it's valuable terrible. vote. Yeah. The vote of some asshole in Pennsylvania, sorry, the vote of some guy in Pennsylvania versus the vote of me here in the suburbs around Chicago. Your vote matters more. We we are not we are not living up to that ideal of democracy yeah. and we're doing it intentionally. Yeah, yeah. Because the right has seeded the idea of democracy. They don't want democracy. What they want is power for the right. One of the ways in which they're doing this is through wedge issues. So they have these wedge issues and the two main ones that they use are abortion and gun control. Yep, yep. yep. And we're going to talk about a story later on where we can see how those wedge issues when when sort of fully demonized how they how they play out and yep. it plays out in the sense that people are like literally creating cultish terrorist organizations. Man, and like the gun thing we we have been living in the same America now for a, the Brady Bill expired. I don't even remember yeah, when. Right, you can just buy any guns you, can you buy want. Any guns you want. Okay, most places there's very few, and whenever there's a, a a stipulation or some sort of regulation on a gun, like in Chicago, they took that thing out. They're like, no, it's gone. Yeah, we can't even decide that we should have universal background checks. Yeah, we have universal background checks are incredibly popular. If you poll, how sure. do y'all feel about universal background checks? Incredibly popular. It's actually one of the most popular political hot topic issues you right. can poll. And we can't get that accomplished. Yeah. Because Congress's ability to accomplish the will of the people is absolutely crushed. Absolutely crushed by the Republicans. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate, and I want to make sure I say it, I do appreciate a system that has some brakes on sure. the machine. Sure. Right. I think that it makes sense to have a system that is not a fucking runaway train, whatever the people want, the people get. You know, there needs to be some tension built into the Absolutely. system. And some brakes Absolutely. built into the system. The problem is that the brakes in this case don't slow the wheels of progress. Yeah. They halt them. Freeze them. They absolutely halt them. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we the the filibuster right now that is that is in place, um, that they're that the Democrats probably will not remove, um, is this this it's not even a real filibuster. It's it's a threat of a filibuster. Yeah. It's not a real. It's not the. It's not Mr. Smith goes to Washington and reads fifty pages of the of the phone book all night long and falls asleep on his feet and the kids cheer because he saved right. a fucking school or whatever. It's one hundred percent. Don't do it or I will filibuster. Yeah. It's that's, and that's all it. it. Is. And that's the end of the story. Dust off your hands. What I would like to see is at least have the have the guts and the fortitude to do it. Make them do it. Yeah. So instead of what we have now, which is just 
a filibuster in, in threat only, have a filibuster in action. Be like, okay, you want a filibuster? Great, we're gonna do a filibuster. Get out there, Mitch. Stand in your fucking Dr. Scholl's for eight hours out there. <laughs> let's, see how, let's see your legs swell up because you're fucking a million years old. Yep, yep. There's no way that man can stand for that His long. His whole body would turn black. There's no His way. His hands turn yeah, black no, just standing. He would turn the, the floor black around him. <laughs> but, but there's no way he would be able to no. do it. And the filibuster essentially stymies any kind of debate. So if they uh, what 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 they're basically saying is you can't even debate this on the floor because we will done filibuster. And I just say, put up or shut up. That's awesome. Great. You're going to filibuster? Cool. We're going to bring this bill. Let's see what happens. What do you think, Cecil, about just getting rid of the filibuster? The Democrats just go nuclear option, it's blow tough. that fucking thing up. It's tough because the, the way this the new things have been redistricted, um, and you know now we know that that's going to stand up in court, and we know that there's plenty of new laws in the country that are re restricting voting, that means that the that the House and Senate are in danger, yep. in big danger. The Senate, not so much because those are part of those. I mean, it's a state vote. So it's, but it's not as much as the, as the gerrymandering because that's, that's like blatant, right? Yes, the House yep. is blatant, yep. but the, but it's still bad because you have people who can't vote in these things that might not yeah, be the voting able to. The voting restrictions are horrible, right? Yeah. That hurts yeah. the Senate. So it's hurt by both. If you take it away and then you have all three in there, they could start ramming things. Yeah, they'll on. run a train on you. They can run a train on you. And it can be really, really terrible. Now, the good thing when it comes to that is what you have on the other on our side, which are the people who are now sitting back and saying, told you so, Biden was terrible, told you so, Biden was terrible, told you so, because he's not getting anything done. Because people don't understand that he can't, it's first off, it's not on him, it's on Congress. Right. And he they can't get anything done because 50, is, 50 plus one is only good enough to pass it, not good enough to bring it to the floor. And it's that's not enough. They can't even get, it's, it's amazing that they can't even get debate to create congressional record. They can't even start it. The to answer your question, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid that, that's, that there's gonna be some sort of, but but to finish though, it's it's the idea that these people are like, he can't get anything done this might be the one thing if they come in and just fucking hammer us with terrible legislation in one term, it could wake enough Americans up to say, oh my God, they really aren't my party. Yeah. Because so far, nothing's really happening. So people that are okay and well off, that might be okay. But if they come in and really lay out some really draconian shit that they want to do, that could be really bad for America on the short term, but it might be better in the long term. Because Trump didn't have any sweeping anything. I mean, sure, all those people that he, he that he wound up letting die because of COVID, those people have long, those, right, all those. Right. But there's not been any uh, any legislation that has caused people to, some serious distress. Right. The, the I think we got to blow that fucking thing right off the door. It's it, We have a, right now and for a long time, we haven't had an effective, effectual government. Yeah. And- I'm not sure we get past that. And I sort of feel like, yeah, all right. Maybe I feel this way because my guys are in charge right now. But if if you blew the fucking doors off that thing and the Democrats are in charge for their 18 months, <clears throat> they could bring they could bring their big voting rights legislation, their federal voting rights legislation to bear. And that would trump the fucking state's voting rights restrictions. Yeah. And so you could, you could, you could knock you could, that off. Yeah. You could knock that off uh, out of the plate. Now you still have the gerrymandering problem. That's, that's, that's its own thing. But I think if you were to, if you were to take that, if you blow the fucking filibuster out the door, you pass the voting rights thing, you pass the big infrastructure bill, all of a sudden in 18 months, people are having things like childcare credits and, you know, pre-K schooling and, you know, infrastructure money is flowing and people have jobs 
and you know they can fucking vote. Man, I, I think the Republicans are done. And that's what America's asked for. Like, if you poll it, what do you fuckers want? Yeah. Like, that's what you guys want. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like you have maybe one chance because the other, the other thing to remember is like, at any time, the Republicans could gain control of the House and Senate. They could blow up the filibuster. Sure. And then they could pass all their shit. Yeah. And they've sort of like pinky promised gentlemen swore whatever that they're not going to do it. But who trusts the Republican? Yeah. yeah. I, it, like, I'd rather have an effective government that makes mistakes that we can roll back if that's the will of the people. Yeah. You know, than to have this like constant stalling. The stalling is, is like, uh, to me, it feels crushing. It feels... Yeah. devastating to to have problems with solutions and then just look at them like they're on your fucking you'll vision never board. Do, you'll never do anything. You just look at it and wait and wait and wait. And we are stuck in a rut. And you're right. The only way forward, the only way real through real progress is blow up the filibuster. But that could also mean one step forward, five steps back. Yeah. And I know, it's, and I, and I want to recognize, easy for me to easy say on the say. risk side, yeah, yeah. because- at the end of the day, those risks won't impact Absolutely. me as deeply as Absolutely. they will many other people. Absolutely. So I want to throw that out there for yeah. the audience. Like, I know that maybe that position is something I need to yeah. reconsider. It's very right? privileged. It's <clears throat> a it privileged is. position. It, it is. is. But I think that most of the conversations that we have are that way. Right. Wow, heaven's nice. Y'all got a soda water fountain. Yo, God. What do you do? You love me, right? Yeah. Then why you ain't give me superpowers like you gave Jesus? What are you talking about? Jesus out here walking on water while I'm just floating in it. I didn't know walking on it was an option. Is that so? Yeah, then he died and came back. Let me go back real quick. Hold on. Go back to what Jesus did. He was like multiplying bread. He had like four or five pieces. Oh, he did the bread and fish thing, huh? Yeah. Jesus. Yes, Dad. So you on earth showing off? Nah, I was, um, hmm? I was helping people. According to Jeff, you were showing off superpowers. Yeah, he stopped three storms hey, by me. Hey, shut, shut up. Oh, my fault, my fault. Sister, it comes from Right Wing Watch. Lauren Witzke, uh, right wing activist, says the Equality Act will illegalize <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ill illegalize. Illegalize. Uh, she looks like the lady who was uh, the anti-vax lady. Jenny McCarthy a little bit, doesn't she? She does kind of a Jenny McCarthy look. She's got a Jenny McCarthy look. I guess it's the Karen look. Like, it's 100% the Karen look. Well, but does she look weirdly sepia, too? Like, she's, yeah, like, recording from a ghost town yeah, or something? Yeah, this definitely looks like it's it's from the past. But that's where all her beliefs are. So that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> you guys, this video is, it like, if, if you go to our website and check out this video... At least the still from it. The still looks All crazy. All the stuff in the background yeah. is regular color. Yeah, she's definitely a rose color. She's but she is <laughs> sepia. Like she's like rose gold. Right. <laughs> so this is her on Alex Jones, which is interesting because we have not seen Alex Jones in a while. Long time. She, I believe this is the same woman. Let me double check. This is the same woman who uh who Milo Yiannopoulos said to her, she had oh, work yeah, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had work to do because she was, because she, she dog still barked at her right, and she was yeah. still satanically She's gay. She's still thinking about touching boobs. Yeah, she was still 100% yep. satanically gay. So <laughs> what we have now is her talking to Alex Jones. So clearly that true news boost really boosted her in the ratings in a way. Oh, man. she yeah, she Is it an up or down to go from true news to Alex Jones? True news has a way worse set. Alex okay. Jones has a baller set. That's true. Alex Jones has a baller set. That's true. Wait till you see this set on this clip. It's outstanding. Wait a minute. Cecil, 
Patreon goal. We need an <laughs> Alex Jones level set. I want like a big desk. We can. Oh, the biggest Patreon big goal though desk? is if we can get Alex Jones stuffed into the place. <laughs> if we can get him, I want him stuffed like, like a, a fucking bear. old bear. Like yeah. an old bear with his hands yes, up. Like, yes. Oh, that would be amazing. It is. It is, I, it is a dream. Now that I have my globe bar. Yeah. My next ridis- ridiculous, overly hyper masculinized thing that I want to have is a giant stuffed polar bear. Nice. <laughs> you know, like Mr. Burns has nice. in the back of his big polar bear. Yeah. And then you need, you need a leather bound chairs. I think uh, you need that. 100%. 100% leather bound. I chairs. want a den that looks Human like leather. a fucking joke. <laughs> like that's what I want. I want a den. <laughs> Human leather. <laughs> I want a den that looks like an English Lord got stabbed in it. That's and you're trying to find out who oh, got that's it. outstanding. You got to have that's candlesticks everywhere. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. <laughs> I want a little bit of blood. I on want it. an old timey <laughs> rifle. I there's want a, candelabras. There's, there's a pipe wrench there for no reason. You're like, why do you have a pipe wrench in a mansion? I'm living that? in the set of clue. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So this lady's going to talk to Alex Jones. Here we go. There is a war on Christians. They did this. They targeted me and they made an example out of me. Okay. So what is, what does it say on the table here? It says, I, I, I love this because these are, this is, this is classic Alex Jones. Yeah. It is internet printouts. Internet printouts. Internet printouts. Yeah. Internet so printouts from uh, this is Breitbart. from Breitbart. Breitbart. Yep. Financial blacklisting. Wells Fargo shuts down GOP Senate candidate Lauren Witzke's bank account. <laughs> and and you know it's true because you can see the staple at a forty five degree Absolutely. angle in the upper left hand corner. Yeah. And that's journalism. That is Cecil. journalism. And then ag- above it, I can only see part of it. Witzke, I will be. Pursuing legal action against Wells Fargo, we're fighting back. And then something, Wells Fargo shuts down Trump supporting candidates, uh, something leaving her homeless with no money. <laughs> okay, shit. Hey, you know, that's not how banking works. Yeah. Banks don't just shut you down and take your money. Right. They may say, hey, we are choosing to close out your account but they don't close your account and then steal the money that you have. Because I'm an outspoken Christian who vocally opposes the Equality Act. Listen, Alex, I don't know if yeah, you know- That's why no preachers have bank accounts. Yeah. I'm sure fucking Joel Osteen doesn't have a bank account. I'm sure Creflo Dollar, when he bought his fucking gold-plated Helijet or whatever, he had to go like look under his mattress. So much about it, but they're about to, they're trying to illegalize Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're trying to illegalize. illegalize Jesus Christ. Well, the thing is like, I guess if Jesus Christ were during the Trump administration trying to file for asylum. Sure. Then they would be illegalizing him. Especially if he was helping people. Right. They would definitely try to legalize him. (laughs) If he told people to calm down at the Capitol on the 6th, they'd have fucking crucified him right there. You know, the, the, the thing is like, Jesus Christ came from one of those shithole countries, didn't he? He did, absolutely. Because it's like everything yeah. but like Norway and England. I know, right? it's like, like, there's <laughs> only like two non-shithole countries. And the, the scripture and categorizing. Absolutely, it just like in Europe and Canada where they're arresting pastors. Tell folks about it. I love, I love it. Just, <laughs> hey, <laughs> tell people about what you were saying. The thing you were saying, keep saying it. He just interrupts her. Just said it over. <laughs> what a terrible interviewer. Yeah, so I'm here making my take. Make your point. Are you gonna say your thing? I was saying, say your thing. <laughs> what? She's just frozen because <laughs> she knows she made a bad decision being on here. Her, her face, eyes are like saucers. Her face is a hundred percent. I made a. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> all I can see, Cecil. All I can see 
is how much I want that desk. Oh my God. And his fucking big giant screen behind him. Ugh. I know it's just a green screen that they pretend that they cut the things in. Right. I know it's just a green screen, but it looks awesome. It looks awesome. It looks what I awesome. want. I want that. It looks awesome. They did a great job. Also, his InfoWars thing is hilarious. <laughs> it's like the dance macabre. Uh, Look at his info. You guys have to see this InfoWars desk. He's got the dance like video. Game it's like the me. dance macabre with like Lion-O in the middle of it, cutting <laughs> people down. Look at all his internet printouts. I know. He's, he's surrounded. He's surrounded like there's, a semicircle with internet printouts. There's, there's literally a dozen and a half of them. Just, I share some stuff I printed out. <laughs> like an old man. I print out, I printed the internet and then I read it. It's like coming home and your mom has printed Facebook, her Facebook right. post yeah. for you and pinned it on your door. Everything's yeah. a newspaper. Yeah. If you print the news, you read online. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So what it will do is it will classify scripture, uh, belief in traditional marriage uh, as hate speech. If an abortionist chooses not to, wants to make the decision to- Abortionist? An abortionist? <laughs> well, and I think she, what she says, if an abortionist chooses not to perform an abortion, then you're a lousy abortionist. Is that what they said? Yeah. Hold on a second. If you're, look, I got it. Hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Uh, belief in traditional marriage uh, as hate speech. If an abortionist chooses not to, wants to make the decision to not uh, perform an abortion, they- If I go to the abortionist and then I don't get an abortion, fucking zero stars, abortionist. <laughs> zero stars. I love that word. I came here for a fucking abortion, goddammit. Yeah, uh, no kidding, Where's right? my abortionist? <laughs> they call them doctors. But I, I like that they changed the terminology, right? So instead of saying doctor- yeah. Because that's a respected sure, position in society, yeah. right? Yeah. So instead, we'll change it. That'd be like calling like, oh, the tonsillectomist. <laughs> what? No. Oh, the pill prescriber. <laughs> what? Oh, the, the palpator. <laughs> that abortionist or that doctor or that nurse that chooses to um, take the biblical- Wait, is one of those a title? Because- Oh, you could be an abortion. Can I get a degree in abortionist? Yeah, I think, I think by, by, I think in this world, it's an abortionist or a doctor or a nurse. So I didn't know nurses could perform abortions. Maybe they can. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought that was a doctoring thing. I thought it was a doctoring you thing know, too. Yeah. I was pretty, I'm pretty yeah. confident in that. I guess I could be wrong. There could be yeah. maybe nurse practitioners, but like, then there's like the third category. I yeah. just went to school for the abortions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I skip seize the rest of it. I just do the abortions. That's it. They, they go to uh, medical school and they've got a potato gun. And they just <laughs> shoot, boom, boom, boom. They, just shooting those babies right out of there. They graduate. They like have to like turn the coat hanger on the on their oh, thing over yeah, the other side of their hat. You know, the side of the hat. There you go. <laughs> I graduated from abortion at they, school. They come up and you, you take your diploma and you just suck it up with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> just goes right in there. It's like one of those teller things. You know, actually, Dyson has a yeah. great school of abortion. <laughs> Abortionists. Yeah. I mean, it's not as good as the Floby school because that one cleans it. It's a whole process. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's way better. Biblical approach and change their lives. Children who struggle with gender identity. Children who struggle with abortionism. <laughs> Now that it's going to make them illegal for them to pursue therapy to change their mind. And this is, I mean, it's literally nothing is going to make anybody not be able to go to therapy if they want to go to therapy. You know, maybe what like, she's none of this is maybe true. What she's alluding to, though, is that is that damaging like stuff, conversion therapy, conversion therapy. That but does, I thought conversion therapy was mostly to pray the gay away, not for gender identity issues. Yeah. But do, I mean, I, I would imagine that they're going to say like, 
that because they're banning this practice of conversion therapy, which has been proven to be a really damaging yeah, right. thing. Yeah, horrible. That they're that they're gonna say just they're gonna they're gonna take off that conversion part, call it therapy, and say it and ba- basically use it for a blanket. So oh it would be God. gender identity, anything LGBTQ. It's just complete not you can go to the fucking anybody can go get therapy if they want to go get therapy. Therapy's problematic when somebody makes you go to therapy. Oh yeah. Like Cecil Or they it, make you do a thing, right? right. They make you do something. If, if yeah. you said like Tom, you have to go to therapy. And I was like, uh, I don't really want to go. And then you like force me to go or I lose my job or force me to go or like you kick me out of the business or like that's a fucking problem. Right. And then you're like, and you have to go see my guy and like, he's going to, and he's not qualified. He's a priest. Yeah. There's no, no one is seeking to illegalize going to therapy. But I do feel like they're, they're, they're hinging on that conversion therapy thing, which has been in several States outlawed. Yeah. And it's outlawed because it's damaging to people. Therapy would have many answers. This has one answer. Yeah. And that's the difference. Right. Which makes it not therapy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The only way out of this is my way out of this. Exactly. Well, then that's not great. Okay. Absolutely. It's basically the cult trying to make it illegal to leave the cult. Yes, exactly. Um, And even just quoting scripture will be classified as hate speech um, is what it is going to do. It is going to make Christianity a crime on a federal level. What law is this? Name the law. Right. Sir, they always, people like this always say, this is really, and you you want to, every time I see this nonsense online, I'm like, just send me a link to the actual legislation. Sure. Set what? Just tell me. Tell me. I'll what look it, it up myself. Tell me what it is. Tell me the actual sure. bill. Sure. That I can look up. There's nobody floating this There's bill. There's never anything behind any of no. this. It's all just all it is is scaremongering. It's a moral panic. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot allow this to go any further. We're going to lose everything if we give our enemy an inch. He's going to take the whole thing. As, as you caliente. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> see now, you know, you've watched as this slow fade has happened, and we have allowed it to happen, and it's gotten to the point now where we're all going to end up in Kamala's gulags unless we all stand up together. <laughs> Kamala's gulag. Okay, first off, it's Kamala. Okay, so let's get that out of the way. These motherfuckers struggle so hard with that name. She's gone out of her way to educate people. Right. And now it's, now they're just like, like actually not do it. Like they're going out of the way to not to mispronounce it, to be rude. Yeah. It's an intentionally, they're intentionally exoticizing her name in order to otherize her. Right. And they're the, the amount of like fear mongering that they are trying to do around our vice president. Yeah. Is not sticking. Like for the most part, you know, that, Oh, she's a Jezebel. Yeah. It doesn't stick. None yeah. of it's sticking. Yeah. I don't get a oh, sense that it any just of this feels, shit is sticking. It just feels hurt, like trying to be purposefully hurtful. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's it. But it, I don't I don't feel like, I'm with you, I don't feel like it's one of those. Because, I mean, you want to see something that stick. The birth certificate thing stuck. Well, that, and, that, and like yeah. like the slander, uh, the Hillary slander. Yeah. Right? That shit stuck. Right? And it had legs and it really, gal- like the, the hatred around uh, Hillary, I mean, it galvanized people. Where we're all going to end up in Kamala's gulags unless we all stand up together and fight back uh, as Christians. If only there was like 70% of us. I know. And if only yeah. we controlled every hall of institutional power. But that's loving her by calling her a coward? No, really? A coward. You can shut the fuck up. Because they're making the best decision that they can in their situation, and you're trying to make them feel bad about it. 
So go off, Jennifer. Is that the validation you want from Sky Daddy? Calling people a coward? It's <laughs> a story you referenced earlier. This comes from The Guardian. It shakes you to your core. The anti-abortion extremists gaining ground on the right. Operation Save America opposes COVID vaccination, women in power, and same-sex marriages. And allies are making inroads among legislators. So the, the anti-abortion movement is not just the anti-abortion movement because of course it's not. Sure. Because it's not really its own grass-fed, grassroots effort. It is part of a larger, well-funded effort that is organized around the wedge issues that you mentioned before. And as a direct result of exactly the kind of people that you're fucking organizing, it's also all this other shit. Sure. And this other shit is whatever the right needs it to be. Yeah, yeah. Whatever excites, whatever is the fucking cause du jour in the culture crisis that the right distracts everybody yeah. with rather than providing solutions to the American people for our problems. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a great easy group to mobilize. And it's and the way you mobilize them and the way you you make sure that they stick with this issue constantly is that you use language that demonizes the people who oppose this. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's on the other side of the fence is demonized. And then you use you use sort of vicious language to talk about them. And what it does is it dehumanizes them to the other side. But that side effect is, is that these people start to get farther and farther right. Yep. And they become extremists, right? So it's not just that they're because you've you've done all the programming on yep. these people. They've let you program them to believe to believe horrible things about these other people. It's no longer this conversation where we can disagree on politics. There's no disagreeing on politics anymore because the politics have to do with wedge issues. We're saying things like it you, we should be pro-choice. There's there, there's no reason to uh, to force women to choose uh, to choose to have a child if they didn't if they don't they don't want to have a child and to other people that is literally the most evil thing you could possibly say in the world so there's not even a chance you can't even have no you know there's there's no there's never going to be a bipartisan anti or abortion bill right there'll never be that'll never no, happen it can't happen it can't happen um because the way the language is used just basically poisons that well. There's never a chance for you to have a conversation about this in any meaningful way with any. I, I, I would. How be, could you? I would be very, very interested to hear if anyone has ever had a conversation about this sort of thing, like that with someone who believes the exact opposite of them, and then they had some sort of back and forth that was that had some sort of that was, was mutually productive. That was fruitful. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't imagine, I literally cannot imagine talking to someone with an opposing view and having anything come out. On this time. But because the, they dishonestly framed the abortion issue sure. as killing a killing baby. Killing a baby. Right? Yeah. So, and as soon as you say, wow, Tom thinks we should kill babies. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, Tom is evil. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I would agree with that, right? If I thought it was an action, if, if you had a position where you're like, yeah, uh, my political party believes we should kill six-month-old babies. Sure. Just whenever you want to, yeah. you could just, yeah. you know. You get a mulligan. Chuck them in a river. Get a mulligan. I want you know, a new one. Whatever. Yeah, mulligan like, time. Just fine. Yeah. We'll just chuck them in a volcano. Sure. You know what? I would be like, holy fuck, we don't have moral things in common. Like right. you're. Sure, sure. But they ignore the reality, the complex moral reality and scientific realities of what a fetus is. And the 
the very obvious biological differences between a fetus and they do it intentionally, right? Sure. That's what the heartbeat build is for. The heartbeat has literally nothing at all nothing to do, to do with, with personhood. It, with, with its development. Right. I mean, other than, other than, other like, than it's, it's an physical organ, right? development. But we think of the heart as the center of emotion. Sure. And it's not. It's a fucking pump. It's a it's water a, it's pump. It's a muscle. Right? Yeah. It's that's, that's what it is. So, it's yeah, it's a muscly water pump. Yeah. So, but... But we think of our hearts as something else. And it's intent. It's not like they said as soon as the spleen is detected. Sure. Right? It's intentional. All these things are intentional and they're designed to dishonestly frame the conversation to, to your point, to demonize the guys who are killing babies. Sure. And now as soon as I see the other side is people that kill babies and they're also telling me to get a vaccine. Yeah. You're a baby killer. The thing like, if my neighbor was in my front yard murdering somebody. And then he was like, I have some good life advice for you. I'd yeah. be like, I don't take life advice from murderers. Sure, and sure. that would be good moral policy. Yeah. The problem is that an abortion is not killing a baby. But when they dishonestly you, frame yeah, it. You set, the, you set the standard. It's and essentially now, a straw man. It's right. a giant straw man. Yeah. And, now, but, and now there's no bridge too far. Yeah. That, and that's the, to your point about yeah. radicalization. That's the thing that scares me is, holy shit, there's no bridge too far anymore. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing right now around the election. They stole the election. They mm -hmm. stole the election. Look at the rhetoric you hear about that election. Look at what they say about it and listen to uh, how they call people criminals and they use they use language that's insightful. And they do it purposefully. And they do it because it incites the crowd. It incites that group of people and it makes them feel like they were ripped off or they were right. stolen from. And that... that, that uh, that motivates them through anger. Yeah. And so, but the problem that they that they didn't realize was is that that anger will eventually boil over. Yep. And it's not something that the right has never learned because they're willing to, you know, do all awful uh, sorts of awful people, awful things to everybody and they don't care. And, they, and whenever anybody rises up, they're immediately like, wow, oh, who would have expected that to happen? Right. Oh my God, who would have expected... But they, in this case, they actually, they, instead of just being oppressive, they fed the lies. Yeah. They fed it. And so you have a January 6th that happened where people are just, they're, I mean, they were viciously angry. They were upset. They yep. wanted to, they wanted, Violent. they wanted to hang Mike Pence. Listen to them. They, they said all those things out loud. They said it all out loud. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, we know why you're here. And they were, it wasn't just a small contingent of people, one or two people that were mad. It was a bunch of people, bunch of people were upset. And listen to, you know, another way you can know that they're upset. Why? Look at how they talked to the police that day. Yep. You know, these are their, this is the back the blue guys. These are the guys who are wearing blue lives matter flags and flying blue lives matter flags all over the place, constantly sort of venerating the police all the time, constantly, oh, the police, the police, the police. But when the police were there, and they were the ones who were stopping them from doing stuff. Listen to how they speak to them. Their rhetoric was was vicious. Yeah. Listen to how they speak. Vicious. To them. They called them traitors, traitors, and pigs, and, and absolutely. Everything else. Yeah. 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 And it, and the thing is, is like, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to defend the police on this. It's no, but it's, for me. it's that switch. But it is a yeah. switch. It's a hypocrisy. As we move deeper, and just think about like the relationships you have in your life with people that are like on the right versus like on the left. Like, do you think there's any real healing? Do you think there's any bridging this, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're so divided. We're so divided and I struggle so much. And I'll raise my hand and say like, I struggle so much with the idea of really feeling like morally connected to somebody who's supported 
you know, like Trump's immigration policies and, you know, some of the horrible, sure. like the, the death of 600,000 people from COVID. And the, sure. I look at that. I'm like, I don't know how to yeah, bridge that. I, I feel like I've, I've interacted with people that I know are Trump supporters since, you know, for the last several years. And I do it by trying to 100% never talk about the things that I think I would immediately be very upset about. Yeah. So I try to make sure that I talk about bullshit because if I don't, I'm going to cause waves and make a problem. Yeah. And I don't want to make a problem. Um, so I just try to stay, because it's not my family. So yeah. I don't want to do that. You know? that, that limits the, the connection you can have with Sure, them. absolutely. I think like the For ability sure. to like really be yeah. how open can, and connected. Yeah. How connected can you be to somebody if you just talk about the weather all the time? Yeah, not at not all. Not at all. Yeah. And I wonder, like, you know, we, we talk a lot about like healing this nation and, and healing that partisan divide. But, you know, as long as conversations continue to be framed in these sort of, dishonest ways yeah. where, you know, the other guys think that I support killing babies, for yeah. example. Right. Why? Well, right. That's just that, that yeah. I don't want anything to do with somebody that would look at me. Sure. If somebody were to look at me and say like, look, man, I know something about your heart and in your heart, you support killing actual babies. I'm like, fuck you. We don't need to talk. Yeah. Do we, does this continue to spread apart or do we, because I would have thought COVID had an opportunity, I think, to bring us together. After 9-11. It, it really did. It really did. Yeah. Under the right administration and with the right leadership, COVID could have healed some of that. Yeah. It really could have. I said, do you want to fight me? Do you want to catch these hands? Bitch, I'll catch you in the street. Some with that beef. Bitch, I'll beat your ass. So this story comes from Business Insider. Marjorie Taylor Greene compares Biden's vaccine push to Nazis week after apologizing for comparing mask mandates to the Holocaust. I mean, I mean, in her defense, I think that she doesn't know that the Holocaust and Nazis were in the same war. Oh, God. You're probably not wrong. They didn't cover that in her. I think I think in her yeah. defense, she thinks they were World War One and World War II. They oh, were two different good things. Grief. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. She doesn't have no idea that they're connected. Let me, let me read you what she, what she actually wrote, just so that we're not misquoting here, because it's, you know... Biden pushing a vaccine that is not FDA approved shows COVID is a political tool used to control people. People have a choice. They don't need your medical brown shirts showing up at their door ordering vaccinations. You can't force people to be part of the human experiment. Don't be stupid. Medical people wear blue shirts, not brown shirts. It's <laughs> stupid. God. Look, I was just watching Scrubs the, the other day. day. Blue yeah, if it's, it's medical, blue. it's green if it's surgical. Oh, I okay. I didn't you know, know, I didn't know. Brown uh, is brown is custodial. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> brown is the national park. That's brown like a is, park range. Brown is UPS. <laughs> so just just a few weeks ago, she got in trouble for this know, basically the same, same shit. Same thing. She's just too stupid to know what she's saying. And there's a great quote from this article. The American Jewish Congress released a statement on Wednesday addressing Green's tweet, saying that the Congresswoman, quote, continues to prove that there is no limit to her brutal trivialization of the Holocaust for her own personal Absolutely. political power. Absolutely. And I love this next sentence. The Holocaust and Jewish suffering is not a prop for her delusional views comparing efforts to save lives through vaccines with the most heinous, systematic, state-sponsored slaughter of millions of innocent victims. Yep. And I, I, I read that and I thought, man, how fucking true is that? Yep. People use the Holocaust and Nazis and Hitler as a fucking prop. All the and time. Every fucking time you do that, that is an insult to the people, some of whom are still alive, yeah. who suffered and died as a result of that horrifying system of oppression yeah. and genocide. Yeah. And it, to use that shit as a prop, 
for your fucking sure. straw man sure. literal horrors? It just, God damn, man. But then it's insult to injury because now it's anti-vax, right? right. So it's, 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 not only, it's not only a shitty thing to do just in general, but it's a shitty thing to do while you're trying to dissuade people from getting a vaccine. Yeah, man, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's double plus extra worse. And it is, it is. Because it's, it's not just a rhetorical tool. It's crazy to me that we're still at this point where there's so many anti-vaxxers in this country. So many. Because I remember when we started this show years ago, they were a fringe group. Yeah. They weren't very large. We didn't have measles for many years because many people still vaccinated their kids. Yep. I mean, I knew a couple of anti-vaxxers, right? I knew a couple that were on the fringe of my life for a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were, there, there, I, even for a little while myself, I even wondered because I, I had people I knew. Yeah, same. That I trusted, that had said some things that I was like, oh, maybe I should look into that. And when I did, I was like, no, that's all nope. bullshit. It's literally all bullshit. There's nothing there. Yeah. And the only thing that anybody who was on the other side could ever re re refer, retort to is just, character assassination of the people that you you got your information from, right? Like, that's the only thing. Like, did, if you went to Quack Watch, there was like, oh, well, let me tell you about Quack Watch. Let me tell you about that guy. Right. So it would be like ad hominem against the guy instead of actually like- The like many, the, many the, studies the, and yeah, everything that are cited. Right. Just yeah. even the argument, right? Right. Um, but I remember, I remember for a little bit, I was, I was, I actually wondered about it because it was, it was, it was actually kind of popular. But the moment I thought about it for a second or read anything about it was just- no, that's stupid. Like, it, because none of it makes any sense when you stop to think about it, right? Especially when you're talking about like how many people are getting it and how many people are that are getting it on camera and how many people are getting it that are uh, that were uh, first in line to get it. You know, if the doctors are the first in line to get it and excited to get it, you should be thinking, yeah, you know, maybe this is okay. You know, maybe this is yeah. something I should probably want to do myself. Look at look at how many doctors were were you know chomping at the bit immediately to get this thing. Yeah, but it's that mistrust of expertise. Yeah, you know we've this is this is this uh, horrifying culmination of all these terrible things that we've sown over the last however many years, maybe ten years, fifteen, 15 years. years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I I think the same thing, Cecil. It's you know there was a, a hot moment, same thing, where my whole life I'd I'd heard vaccines were good. Never even crossed my mind that vaccines were not a net medical and social positive. I, I didn't understand that. And then, then a handful of people in my life were like, no, they've got all this evil shit in them. And like, it corresponds with these rates of, you know, autism and all this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, I got to read about this, you know? And then yeah. I did. And I was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It, you it's know? not true. Yeah. But like, yeah, absolutely. I think when you are presented with that information, you 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 gather the information, you gather data around yeah. it and you look at it. Yeah. But- we're, we should be well past that shit because ever since Wakefield and ever since the rise of that vaccine movement, the, the, or the, the anti-vax movement, the pro-vaccine forces have been loud and they've been voluminous and they've done study after study and big studies, studies with hundreds of thousands of participants. We have historical data. They've, you know, they, they, they have, they have advertised and they've, gone through great lengths to prove the efficacy and safety of, of these uh, life-saving uh, vaccines. We're also at a place where two things that are, I think, are really important are happening. One, we have new technologies that could eradicate a host of diseases I we've never I had know, I know. any treatment for yeah. or any opportunity to avoid. 
And that's extraordinarily exciting. But we're also at that same place where antibiotics are becoming less and less effective. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. We have a choice to make. We can either choose to avoid disease or we can choose to die of disease. And maybe this is more on my mind because, you know, my wife got an antibiotic-resistant disease, right? So a C. diff, you get it's an antibiotic-resistant, like MRSA. Sure. You know, it's in that category. And But I, I, I read and I look at this and I'm like, we've been told for years that antibiotics are becoming less effective and that antibiotic-resistant diseases are becoming more and more of a problem. There are antibiotic-resistant forms of tuberculosis. You get it, and you've got consumption like it's the ye olde times, man. We can choose to die of diseases that we had cures for, and the cures are waning. The efficacy of those antibiotics is waning. Yeah. Or we can choose to just not get sick at all. Yeah. And to me, that's the easiest choice in the world. Put every vaccine in my arm, man. Put them all in my arm. Fucking fill my bathtub with vaccines and let me roll around naked like a pig in that stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. And I don't want to get sick with stuff that as time goes on, we'll have less and less opportunities to cure. Yeah. You know, when penicillin was first introduced, penicillin killed something like 95, 99% of all the bacteria that we were, you know, and that, that number, and I know that's not an exact number, but that number changes and it gets less every time. Yeah. And it gets less every year. And now your doctors are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, give you back. I don't want to give you antibiotics for stuff. Why? Because they're less effective. Yeah. So we're at a confluence point and we have a choice to make socially. And if we don't choose vaccines, we don't have another option to not get sick. Yeah. I mean, isolation, but we did that right. for a whole year. That sucked. How great was that? that was huh? Awesome, huh? Yeah. yeah. Super great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ad portion of the show. Now, you may have noticed that we've had a new advertiser recently on the podcast. Well, that's all thanks to Gumball. Previously, we've had a hard time finding additional sponsors of the show, but with Gumball, it's way easier. Gumball is a great way for podcasts to connect to sponsors and brands. It's like magic, except it's real. It's real. It's real. Advertisers now come to us, and we decide whether we accept them or not. This is different than other podcast ad systems where they insert any random ad into our content. The short and the sweet of it is Gumball makes things easier for all of us. So if you're a podcaster, it'll help you monetize. Choose to work with brands that fit your audience, easily keep an ad schedule, and transparently see when you're getting paid. And if you're a potential advertiser, there are powerful demographic filters to find the right show for you. Scale and build campaigns and keep track of air checks. And since we are on Gumball, you can buy ads on our show by going to gumball.fm and searching for Cognitive Dissonance. Whether you have an Etsy store or a Fortune 500 cookie business, or maybe you sell artists and bouquets of chocolate-dipped watermelon. No, we won't be reading that ad. But for all others, have a look at gumball.fm. Browse shows, discover new advertising options, or list your own podcast today. I'm running for president. I'm gonna be a single issue candidate. When I become president, I will make golf illegal. All golf courses will become public parks. All country clubs will become low income housing. We take all the water that we would have used to water the golf courses and we drink it. Now we're like the best hydrated country on the planet. We all have gorgeous skin and anyone caught golfing gets eaten. Are you still here? Just making a salad. Nothing crazy, just a Caesar. Um, 
It's just going to put the rich on top. So there's a whole host of stories coming out uh, in the last week about the Olympics, Cecil. This first one is from The Guardian. Swimming caps for natural black hair ruled out of Olympic Games. I did see this morning that they are maybe going to reconsider that position. Thank goodness, man. Gosh. Um, there's also a story from uh, blackenterprise.com. Olympics banned black female athlete for five years after having an abortion. A story from CNN. Black women athletes are still being scrutinized ahead of the Olympics despite their successes. And another story from ESPN. Namibia female runners banned from Olympic 400 meters over high testosterone levels. Man, fuck the Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics have a racism problem and they have a women problem. For sure. And I haven't seen a single fucking story where dudes are getting fucking kicked out of the goddamn Olympics. And I haven't seen a single fucking story where white people are getting kicked out of the Olympics. All it is is black people, women, black women. Yeah. Fuck the Olympics. That is a racist organization. You know, what's interesting is that is that there's this fight now in our culture to talk about hairstyles, black women's hairstyles, mm -hmm. right? That's a, there's, a, there's a common thing in our culture where people are, t are trying to normalize black women's hairstyles because many people in the business world traditionally would say that's not a work hairstyle. You're not allowed to work right. in that hairstyle. That's not a work hairstyle. And that's a racist, shitty thing to do to somebody. It's like your natural fucking hair and people are like, that's not a work hairstyle. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a work person is what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying I'm not, I'm not business attire. Your culture renders you unacceptable, no, unacceptable. For, view, for white view. For white view. Right. And so there's a conversation being had now about normalizing all hairstyles, right? right? Normalizing them all. And so we don't have to worry about this this dumb thing that that sort of disqualifies black women from office space because right. they, they just essentially disqualifies them. And that's leaked over into the Olympics, man. Like these people won't, they won't allow, there's a cap, a specific cap that was made uh, by a company to help uh, black swimmers, black women swimmers, because the the other cap is made for wispy white people hair. Right. It's made for hair that falls flat against your head when it's wet. But black women's hair doesn't do that. And so they need a cap that actually covers their head so they can swim and have the same less the same amount of resistance as the other people and have the same chance of winning as everybody else because it's all the olympics is a game of millimeters man it's all shave everything off of your body to get that fucking yep. perfect aerodynamic thing you it's everything is just millimeters away from the the guy before you and the gal before you it's all it is and they are they're hamstringing these women by making them wear these things that don't cover all their hair or to swim without anything yeah. on. Or to force them to cut their hair. Or to cut their right? hair. To conform you to white conform. standards. Exactly. You, gotta be, you have to be bald in order right. to do this. And that's outrageous. It's an outrageous thing to do. And it's, it, but they're not doing it to anybody else, right? It's only to them. And I'm glad to hear that they might be pulling that back or at least reviewing that ruling and try to change it. But- Something else happened recently. There was a woman who smoked pot. Yeah. Which, again, is perfectly legal in many places in this country. Yep. They need to really start to think about this as a federal thing so that they can just pull that out and that's not a thing anymore. Because if somebody's going to smoke some marijuana, it shouldn't be a, an issue, especially if it's legal where they're at. But even still, 
Phelps did that. And that guy's got so many fucking gold medals that Michael Phelps Yeah, died. I remember that. He like, there was a video of him pot. smoking bongs and he shit. He smoked pot. I forgot Dude, about that. There. Nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. That dude's got more medals than anybody. Yep. I mean, he's got an, an insane amount of medals. So, but we let that happen. What, is that like pot's performance enhancing? Pot's not, it's not like not he's for fucking- a sprinter. Right, now, yeah, right. I mean, look, listen to Noah's show. You think yeah. that enhances performance? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. But seriously, well, get the this fuck is, out of here. This is, this is, uh, but again, there's, there's more of this too. When we're talking about, we're talking about these, these women that just have high testosterone and they're not allowed to compete in certain events because of it. That's fucking ridiculous. It's it, the, the Olympics is policing women's bodies and deciding what bodies are the right kind of woman's body. The Olympics are policing black bodies to make black bodies conform to white standards. Yeah. It's it, look, you can't support the fucking Olympics. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's a shitty. It's always been shitty. The thing is that the Olympics have kind of always been sure. really shitty. Sure. And a lot of the sports that even the sports that get chosen versus other sports yeah, don't get chosen absolutely. to be Olympic sports. Yeah. It's it's always been classist as fuck. Yeah. It's so fucking classist. Now it's just openly fucking anti-woman. Now it's and misogynist and racist. Right. Yeah. Get the fuck out. The thing is, guys, it's not exciting to watch anyway. Yeah. The Olympics is fucking boring. Yeah. It happens. Remember when it was cool because it was every four years and you had to wait like a really long time until there was another. It's every two years there's an Olympics. Yeah. It doesn't even matter anymore. Well, you don't care. You don't watch these sports all the rest of your life. You don't watch them. That's because you don't care about them. They're the worst sports too. They but are. I, but I will say this though, and this is this is again, you know, going back to the, these women. This is this is what some people they literally this is their job, man. This yeah. is it. This is what they train to do constantly. And to you know, I'm never going to be fucking interested in a dash or a run right, no. or a whatever. No. I'm not going to be interested in a jump or a vault or a hurdle or a, or a shot put or any of that yeah, stuff. I'm right. never going to be interested in it. But that being said, there are people who this is their livelihood. Mm -hmm. This is, they, they, they spend their it's entire, their passion. it's their passion and it's their livelihood. It's they yeah. spend their whole life throwing that shot put as far as they can throw that yep. shot put. And so, you know, you're basically taking away their dreams because of your weird thing that they have to conform to you. And it, and there's another story in here too that's just horrible. Uh, Olympics banned black female athlete for five years after having an abortion. This poor woman, you know, she had an abortion and they and they she said she had to sit. She tried to appeal it. She had to sit around with all these white guys, older white guys, trying to justify her position as a black woman getting an abortion yep. in front of all these guys. And they were all just like, well, I've never been in that situation in my life. So no, fuck it. No, yeah. sorry. She missed, she missed one drug test. She didn't touch. She didn't pop positive. No, she just missed anything. a drug test. She missed a drug test. There was, she, she had a scheduled drug test. They showed up at her house. She missed the fucking call at her house. She tried to reschedule it. They're basically like, fuck it. No. Yeah. No, she's recovering from a fucking abortion. Yeah. So the thing is like, I think if it was any other medical procedure, was I think you're right. If it was any procedure. other medical procedure. I know that's conjecture, right. but like, but it's specifically a, 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 a woman procedure. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, okay, then of course. Right. And why is the review board all old white dudes? Well, because of course because it is. Because of course it is. Because of yeah. fucking course it is. Because the Olympics, the Olympics shouldn't even be happening in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah, that's the other thing that makes me nuts. It is so wildly irresponsible to hold. On Olympics in the middle of a pandemic that in most of the world 
is still absolutely raging. They had to close some of it down this week. Did they, you see that? They closed up down the, the in-person right, stuff because they're getting an outbreak in Why are Japan? we having it at all? Yeah. It's games. Yeah. Games. Just say the word games. Games, when you say it out loud, maybe it's not that important. Maybe it's a game. Put that shit on pause in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. If you play on your phone the game Plague Inc., one of the things that comes up is Olympics suspended because of global outbreak. Yeah. Game designers for a fucking phone game understood sure. that you don't sure. gather people yeah. from hundreds of yeah. nations together I, in the middle of a pandemic. I, there's a blueprint model for this that, that last year the, the NBA did which was brilliant. They created the bubble, what they called the bubble. And they 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 picked se several teams because they hadn't finished their year yet. Okay. So they picked several teams that were in the top portion of their thing. And then they were going to play those teams and figure out who's going to go to the playoffs then. And all everybody there had to get COVID tests and go into isolation at Disney. And they put, they sent them down to Disney and they they put them up and they had to be isolated okay. from everyone. So they were isolated. They couldn't go out. If they went out, they had to go on isolation protocol on their own for 14 days. They got tested constantly and they had no breakouts. They had no, they and they were able to play. There's nobody in the stands. Right, right? they were able to play games. But they were able to play the games and those NBA games were a lifesaver to so many people yeah. who were just looking to fucking tune out the yeah. news for right. the evening right. and watch the fucking basketball game. They were amazing. And there's a blueprint out there to make it so it's safe. There's a blueprint right now and that could be used for all people all over the world. You have plenty of space to do it and then you just put up like the NBA did, put up Skype faces on the walls. People right. watching it. You can have audience interaction. It just so happens to be Skype, you know, or whatever. You can do it. And I don't think anybody would have been upset by it. I don't think anybody would have said, oh, well, we can't do that. But the problem is, is that everybody just wants to forget that everything happened because it was a, a shitty year. So everybody just wants to go back and be like, nope, nothing happened. Let's just go back to normal. Well, now they're locking Japan down again. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the thing is like with the Delta variant, I mean, may, most countries have very poor vaccination rates. Most of the world still has really poor vaccination rates. Australia's locking Sydney down right now. Yeah. You know, they, Australia's vaccination rate is like under 20%. Yeah. Huge parts of the world are totally or mostly effectively unvaccinated. We're going to hold the Olympics. Yeah. And then in the middle of holding the Olympics, we're going to look at people who are saying, I'm willing to take that fucking incredible risk in order to do this thing that I'm passionate about. And we're going to fucking judge their black yeah. female bodies and right. kick them the fuck out of right. the games. Right because they're not the right kind of woman yeah. or because they had an abortion or because they want to wear a fucking hair cap that actually covers their fucking hair properly. We, it's just, it's fucking the erasure of women. It's the erasure of black athletes. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's outrageous. This doesn't count as an advertisement because we are promoting our own stuff. So there, love you patrons. So this next week, uh, Tom and I are going to uh, sit down and read Demon Haunted World. Tom and I were talking about uh, rereading this book and we wanted to do a sort of Cogdes book club. So what we're going to do is we're going to read the first chapter of Demon Haunted World. Uh, the first chapter is 20 pages. Tom is actually going to read it aloud and we're going to post it for our patrons. So if you want to listen to it instead of read it, Tom's going to read it to you this week and we're going to post that this, this week, upcoming week. Hopefully we can have it done before the weekend, um, but it might be posted on Monday or something. But Tom's going to be able to read that for you. Uh, if you want to join in with us, we're going to, we're going to essentially just have a, a we're going to try to uh, read this whole book um, chapter by chapter and go through it and chit chat about it for a few minutes every week. 
Uh, so if you want to join in and you want to play along, uh, you can go pick up the book or if you're a patron, you could just listen to Tom read it to you. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll post something on Patreon too, for people who want to comment about it and, and talk about the book. Um, but we're hoping to start like a, a good book club, a, a, a book club that's not, cause we've tried to read books in the past and they've been that garbage, are bad, bad yeah, books right. that you, nobody wants to read anyway. Um, but we want to read something that we think is both uplifting and smart and skeptical. And so we're going to start with this and then we're going to move on. Hopefully if this, if this works well and people enjoy it, we might move on to other books, but, uh, but this week, if you're interested, you can you can join us for the first chapter of uh, Demon Haunted World. The first chapter's title is The Most Precious Thing. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons, Trevor and Nicole. And we'd like to thank the people who up their pledges, Krista Interview Vouch on Cognitive Dissonance and Uncle Piss. I'll tell you, I'd love to get Vouch on our show, but uh, he's a pretty big streamer and a pretty big YouTuber, so it would be a it'd be a hell of a coup if we could get him on our show. Uh, if you got a connection, yeah, if you got a connection, hook us, hook up. us up. But uh, but I highly doubt that we could get him on our show just by saying, "Hey, Vouch, will you come on our show?" <laughs> I mean, that's gonna have a lot of play. Uh, but thank you for the uh, the vote of confidence. I'd love to talk to him though. He seems like a really interesting guy. Uh got a bunch of email we'd like to talk about. Uh, we got a message from Brian and Brian says, uh, he says, I love the show. And I want to just want to let you know, my son was born this past weekend, five weeks premature. And we wanted to just say, wow, that's, that's a very difficult place to be. We know this person. Yeah, my, my little guy was about five. I, my second uh, was about five weeks premature. He was born uh, 34 weeks. So, um, so congratulations, Brian. It's scary. Uh, you know, but, uh, everything turned out all right for, for my guy. I hope everything turns out, out all right for yours, um, guy or gal. And, uh, you know, certainly thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And, uh, it's stressful. It, it's, it's a stressful time. Yeah. So I hope that, uh, yeah, you have loved ones around you to support you. They're little at that age. They're, yeah, they're little yeah. babies. Yeah. Eamon I came mean, home. He was four pounds. They're little babies. Those yeah. are little tiny babies. I I have a picture of bringing, uh, Eamon home and I laid him next to my watch. Yeah. And he's about the, he length, was about the length of, of my watch. watch. Yeah. He wasn't even a bag of sugar. No. He was that, he yeah. was that like a, yeah. not a bag of flour at no. that point. Yeah. I didn't want to put him in the car seat to take him home. I had to then pack receiving blankets around his body. Gosh. To fit him in a car seat in wow. a way that was snug enough for me to white knuckle my way home. Cause he, yeah, no, like he's just, what he's in do? there because he can't move. Yeah, that's the, that's he's the in there because of gravity yeah, and a lack of his own personal. Yeah. Autonomy. They don't make stuff for babies. That no, he's too little. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, good yeah. luck. Good, good luck, luck, man. It's, it, it's stressful. We got a couple of messages from Chris <laughs> and Chris had posted these on our fan site, I think. And he posted this one. I think this one, it's old timey Tom and this Cecil. one is okay. This, this is a pretty one, good this one. Pretty close. I mean, yeah. pretty close. The guy definitely has, the guys definitely have sort of our face shapes. Yeah. And our heights too, I think. Yep. It looks like our heights And as the well. difference in hair color is pretty good. hair color is pretty close. And the the me care, the, the me picture has uh, soulless white eyes. Soulless dead eyes like you. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's very so it's close very, to you. Very, very close likely. to you. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Tom has to kill someone every night and pour them <laughs> into his eyes. And that's the only way his eyes get color. You should see him on the days when he doesn't kill anybody. Oh, it's, it's rare. Terrifying, I almost though. always bag it's one. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, though, but it does kind of look like us because uh, we're all white guys with beards, it turns out. So, um, but we're going to post this on this week's show notes. I will not post the second one though, Chris, because I don't think this one looks like us at all. It's not as close. Doesn't look like us at all, really. 
Um, so I'm not going to post this other one, but the first one we will post. We got a message from Mike and Mike said, I, I've never emailed the po- a podcast before, but I wanted to say great work. I started listening last summer during the pandemic and have been an addictive listener since then. He said, also said, and I want to say this too, because I really enjoyed it. Also, last episode is probably Ian's best work as far as editing and ads. He did a great <laughs> he job. He did a nice job. He last really week did. when he broke in yep. a couple times, it was very yep. funny. So when he I corrected my pronunciations your, and everything. Your was pronunciation great. was funny too. That yep. was funny too. He did a great job on that. So yeah, we agree. Uh, Tom, I want to yep. read this. We got some facts wrong. We did. Uh, I got them wrong yeah, specifically. It says, uh, this is from Robert and he's correcting on what happened during the good guy with a gun scenario that you broke down for us last week. He says, here's how it went down. Dipshit sneaks up behind a cop and shoots him with a shotgun. Dipshit goes back to his truck to exchange shotgun for AR. Good guy with a gun pulls a pistol and shoots and kills the guy with the shotgun. Good guy with a gun picks up the AR in case the dipshit isn't dead. Cop two kills good guy with a gun. Now, I'm not sure that that changes much of what you said. No. But it definitely does add a different gun. (laughs) It does. It does. So I, forgive me, I I didn't get, and I wasn't going off, the site of the story in front of me, I was going off of memory when I relayed it. I think the important part and the point and the commentary was the guy who was lauded as a hero, the guy who killed the guy who killed the cop was executed by the cops with, extreme prejudice yeah. and no opportunity to surrender. Sure. That was my fucking point. Yeah. And that is, and that's the point. And that also shows you too, that there's, that there's no real benefit in being the good guy with a gun right. in a situation where the cops are being shot at because they are going to indiscriminately shoot until everything stops moving. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Obviously they didn't give this guy an opportunity to surrender. That was what I said yeah. last time. They'd given this guy an opportunity to surrender since he wasn't a murderer or a bad guy to start with. So, and I hate using good guy and bad guy. I know it's terrible. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, but we we know what we're yeah. saying. We're saying so, it in quotes. Just yeah. imagine we're saying it in quotes. But like, you didn't give him a chance to surrender. We got a message here. Uh, this is from Phoenix. And Tom, you wanted to read part of this. Yeah, case in point, it's, it's just talking about uh, people leaving religion due to Trump. They said, I think this is a significant phenomenon. Case in point, My 81-year-old grandmother, who has gone to the same Catholic church in Louisville, Kentucky, for over 60 years, she's never someone to cause a scene, hates attention. Last year, they told people from the pulpit to vote for Trump, and she got up mid-sermon and walked down the aisle and out the doors in front of everyone and hasn't been to church since then. Holy shit. 60 years. Insane, man. I can't imagine somebody saying that, though. Right, like just say because just standing I know the that there's no teeth in anything that we say, and I know that they said that they were pulling that Johnson amendment right. or whatever, so it doesn't matter anyway. But God, just the amount of pull you have as a re- as a religious organization, anyway. Yep, because they can just, they can make you lean any way you want. Mm-hmm. They can tell you what position you need to vote on. Yeah, here I'll just I'll just pick these key wedge issues, yeah. bring them up over and over and so over. So you don't and over even again. have to say it. You can say every talking point, but just to say out loud. Yeah, vote for Trump, and then they like. I mean, at this point, it's just not, it's not even pretending. Nope, not at all. We got a message from Pete. This is a good message. He says, want to let you guys know that you're more than entertainment and content. I know from my own experience and my comments made by others, you guys actively contribute to the quality of life and the content you provide us. My life is far better with you guys. And I know your listeners who feel the same. It can be a lonely thing to be an atheist in North Texas. So I recognize that. And we've known that for a long time that our friendship 
that is very free about talking about certain issues that you just can't talk about feels freeing to other people. Yep. And it makes them feel like they're involved in the conversation and they can have these conversations even if they could never have them with the people that are around them on a day-to-day -day basis. And so we know that that is one of the values of the podcast and we're happy to be the sort of outlet for that for people who can't have those conversations. Well, that's part of why we started this thing all those years ago is to, it was really to open our friendship up to other people, to, to open this connection that you sure. and I have up and like let other people experience it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're, we're glad that it, it matters to people. Yeah, for really sure. Are, you know? Oh, so oh, this is depressing. Eric sends a message. He says, this is an amazing that more likely these uh, QAnon believers are more likely to get elected to Congress than us atheists. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. It's just yep. true. There's just Ask true. how many out atheists there are in Congress. And then they said there was like 24 fucking QAnon people. Yep. And so, yeah, it's just, it's easier nowadays to be <sighs> a, a, a fruit loop. Tom, this is a message from Jen about vaccine hesitancy. This was upsetting. I recently worked in a nursing home as a member of the management team. We were eligible for the vaccine in early January because we work with a highly vulnerable population. Nearly 100% of the residents got the vaccine. Only 37% of the staff got it. Staff still get tested at least once a week, and every time a staff member tests positive, the whole building goes on lockdown. Residents can't leave their rooms. Activities are canceled. Visitors are banned. Meals are in room. Lockdown continues until the building is COVID-free for two weeks. Since January, there have only been four weeks the building has been COVID-free since January wow. because staff keeps testing positive. Corporate will not mandate the vaccine. They don't mandate the flu vaccine. Oh, that's so It's infuriating so that staff so selfish stupid. is impacting the health and well-being of these residents who have very little say in what happens to them anymore. That is so stupid. You know, if you're in a nursing facility, you are in many ways under the... It, it's, it's almost prison-like in your inability to exercise agency to leave, right? Yeah. And to have the staff care so little about your health, your well-being, and not just your health in terms of COVID, but your mental health. And because, you know, having all of your yeah. activities and connections to other people, your visitors, yeah. just, just, just to take a group of people that's already isolated and to isolate them even more. There's a level of just selfishness yeah. to that decision, yeah. which is Cruel. You shouldn't be in that industry if you're not going to, if you're not willing to protect yourself to protect, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't let somebody who just happened to have like knives for hands be one of the people <laughs> there. The way, you know? Hello, it's I'm not, Edward Scissorhands. I will be your new CNN. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't let somebody though that is, uh, you wouldn't let somebody smoke around the patients, for instance. Right. Right. You wouldn't let somebody do that. So, but we somehow think that it's okay for people to make these other decisions that can make them dangerous around these these, these right. patients. You do probably do a background check on those people to see if they have any violence in their history, I imagine. I don't know, but I imagine. I would think so. So they probably check to see if they have any violent crimes or anything in their history. We do, we do these things to make sure they're safe. There's, if there's other requirements for you to be in there, then medical requirements are just as on the table as the rest of those requirements. Absolutely. I can't imagine being in a, and spending all the money you spend for the privilege of being in a nursing home I know, or facility. I know. It's, it's, it's eight, nine, $10,000 a month to yeah. be in one of those places. It's and they have to be like, expensive. yeah, you're locked in your fucking room. Yeah. Why am I locked in my room? Oh, cause fucking this fucking CNA or whatever yeah. didn't want to get a shot. Yeah. 
I got to be blocked in my room. I got my shot. It's it's, it's stupid. It's so it, it's so terrible. stupid and it's selfish and it it's is. awful. So uh, join us next week on stream. We'll be on stream on uh, on the evening of the Thursday. It'll be it'll be nine p.m. Central time on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can come hang out with us. This last week we looked at Mike Lindell's crazy, weird drawing vision board, <laughs> vision board that he had, and we also covered some stuff about the Catholic Church. So you can go check that out on the stream right now. It's uh, it's uh, the video lives on. So you can go check it out, or you can listen to it if you're a patron. Uh, and also join us for our uh, Cogdis uh, book club. We'd love for you guys to join us and talk to us uh, and send us messages and talk to us about uh, Carl Sagan's Demon Haunted World. And remember, Tom's going to be reading that for patrons, but uh, but anybody can join in and send us a message. And uh, they can also grab this book pretty much anywhere. I know half the audience probably, if not half, three quarters of the audience probably already own it. Uh, it's one of those. It's one of those handbooks. Yeah, right. Uh, it's one of those books that everybody's got. But uh, but we hope you guys join us for Demon Haunted World. We're going to try to read it over the next several weeks here. However many chapters are in it, that's how many weeks it's going to take. Let me look here real quick. Hold on. It'll be about twenty five weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice though. It'll take, a good it'll half take about year. a half yeah. a year to get through it. But I think it'll be worthwhile. Um, and if it's going slow, maybe we'll skip up to a couple chapters a week. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. And we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, but until then, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.